Welcome to the Disciples Dialogue, where believers celebrate their commonalities, share their testimonies, and edify the body of Christ. Each episode contains healthy conversations between Brother Jill and a guest speaker. Thanks for joining the Disciples Dialogue. Welcome back to the Disciples Dialogue. We are so glad that you joined us today. And to start out, I want to make a public apology. I uh, apologize for the late uh, upload. Um, Brother Randy Hall and myself, a couple of weeks ago, were actually in the middle of recording the seventh episode, and we had some technical difficulties, and we lost the entire episode. We had about 37 minutes in it and, and lost everything. And so I apologize for the late upload, but however... We have another guest with us today, and I am excited to bring to you uh, a friend, um, a brother in the church, and and, uh, a man that I've known for years now, several years now, and uh, there's just not many people more better than the one that we've got with us today. He's got a great heart. He's a a man who loves God, loves to worship God, and so it's my honor to bring to the Disciples Dialogue today, Brother Caleb Koch. Welcome to the Disciples Dialogue. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm honored to be here, and uh, I hope we can get into some uh, exciting topics. We do have an, an exciting topic today. I, uh, I'll just tell a little bit, uh, not too much. I don't want to take too much of your story away from you, but I, I, will, I will tell the listeners that Brother Caleb Koch, for anyone who doesn't know him, he is um, he's a worship leader here at First Apostolic Church of Radford, Virginia. He has been our worship leader for uh, quite some time now, and he does a fantastic job every week bringing us into the presence of the Lord uh, by song, and dance, and, and just worship and praise and and so with that being said and, and me understanding uh, the role that he plays here in the church, I asked Brother Caleb Koch if he would uh, join me in talking about that very thing, if we could spend some time talking about worship. And so I am excited to, uh, to talk to my brother about the, uh, the, the, the privilege that is worship. We are privileged to be able to worship the God that we serve, and him alone do we worship. And so, uh, Brother Coke, if you would, why don't you, I'll just pass it to you, and why don't you start us off, and, and what comes to your mind when you think about worship? When How would you define it, or or I guess what's your first reaction when you hear the word worship? Well, um, you know, when you think about worship, you think about, you know, giving God glory, giving him praise, giving him honor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of like we were talking about earlier, you know, praise and worship. So, mm-hmm. you know, praise is, you know, clapping your hands, raising your hands, you know, jumping for joy. and mm. An outward and, sign. Exactly, an, an outward sign. Mm. And I think that worship, a sincere worship comes from the heart. Amen. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that worship and my... I, I, <laughs> Throughout the day, I've been repeating worship, worship, mm. wor- worship. And, you know, I, I looked at the word and worship. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm taken to the song of This Is How I Fight My Battles. Yes. Okay. 
And so when I hear the word worship, I hear war, but in a spiritual spiritual term. Right. Right. Yeah. So we're 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 worshiping mm-hmm. in a spiritual war. Mm. You know, with within ourselves, within our trials, our tribulations. Right. And so, you know, that's when I think about war, we are fighting a war within ourselves and mm. within the spiritual world with our worship. Yeah. With our praise and our honor to the Lord. So, you know, to me that's that's kind of what worship is. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, there might even be different feelings of worship. Okay. Right? So like we could come in here and have exuberant church. Mm-hmm. You know, uh two step beat which is fine and uh worshiping and magnifying jumping for joy mm-hmm. and we feel joyful right you know but then i feel like there's the other worship you know when you're out to call when there's a spirit of conviction mm. and you know there's that sincere worship there's that worship in our hearts because we're convicted and we're worshiping the lord because we realize what we're going through he has in his hands mm-hmm. and you know, even if uh, we're convicted about certain things, right? You know, yeah, I, I, yeah. So, I like I like how you put that. Um, worship is multifaceted, mm-hmm. right? So it, it it does come in many forms. Yep. Um, some people, when they maybe come into the church and they view us apostolics, especially, uh, we love to dance, we yep. love to to sing, and we jump a little bit and. And and we don't hold nothing back. We shouldn't hold anything back from uh, how good God has been to us. And so uh, when this comes in the form of worship, and some people would call that worship, right? The dance, the shout, the lifting up of our voice. And that's something that we will get into. Um, I, I've got some notes on that here in just a little bit. But um, oftentimes praise and worship go hand in hand so it seems yep. we do put them together you know when we say okay let's go into praise and worship um they go in hand in hand but praise is is in my opinion like you said it's an outward um show of you know lifting our hands and surrender lifting our voice to magnify the lord to you know use the breath that he yep. breathed into our lungs to edify him and to bring praise and glory to his name but the inward part, that that warring that you talked about, that that happens on the inside that mm-hmm. people can't see, yep. that maybe some won't ever even hear, but is going on on the inside. You know, I believe that you can worship the Lord uh, from your heart, like mm-hmm. you talked about, and maybe nobody else even knows. But I can be uh, uh, offering my heart to the Lord, and I think that there's a brokenness in that, mm-hmm. and you know, through the process of war. Things get broken. Yep. Yeah. So, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we we need to allow ourselves to be broken uh, before the Lord. Um, but before we get too far into that, uh, and I love the way that you define that. I guess, I guess the way that I would look at uh, the word worship. I actually did some research on this word to to figure out the etymology uh, where this came from and how it was broken up. And one way of looking at this was. Uh, the word worship, our modern day worship, actually comes, it's a compound word, comes from two words, worth 
and ship. And so the first word really carries the weight of what this word means. So worth uh, is, is found in the depths of our, our common word worship. And of course we know what worth is. Worth is significance. It's value, something valuable, uh, something appreciated. Um, the, the study of this word also sh- says that it's uh, something highly thought of or deserving, um, meriting, honorable, noble, sustainable for, uh, suitable for, and a proper fit. I love that, that last one, a proper fit. Yeah. You see, when we worship God through, you know, our, our, even through our praise, but when we worship God uh, in a very intimate way, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's fitting for who he is, right. right? We should form our worship in such a way that it's fitting for the kind of God he is. That's why I believe that we shouldn't bring a half-hearted praise or a half-hearted worship uh, because he deserves the fullness of what we can offer him and even more. Yep. Um, and so that, that word worship is really wrapped up in uh, his worth. And, and that's, that's an invaluable uh, amount. There's no amount of money. There's no amount of praise that we can offer him. No words that we could even say. We could spend weeks on end talking about God, but never give uh, give it what it deserves. Yeah. Give him what he deserves. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to go without trying, mm-hmm. right? I, yeah. I want this episode to uh, to ring true to the worshipers that what we do is not just for show, right? It's, it's not just acting or putting on. We are doing this out of a sincere heart mm-hmm. to give back to God what he deserves. Mm-hmm. Amen? Yeah. And Amen. so, uh, interesting enough, um, the first time, and, I'm, and maybe there's some Bible scholar who's going to knock me off, off here, but I'm, uh, as far as I know, and I don't claim to know it all, but as far as I know, the first time that we see the form of worship uh, used in the Word of God, in, especially in the King James Version of the Bible, is found in Genesis chapter 22 and verse 5, where the Bible says, And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. So there's, we understand what was happening here. Abraham was going to sacrifice his son. Yep. And this is the first time we see this word worship used in our Bible, uh, as far as I know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I, I think it's very interesting that Abraham chose to use this word. He didn't say, I'm going to sacrifice my son. He didn't say, I'm going to, to kill him because that's what God told me to do. He said, me and my son are going to worship, and we're both coming back. And and so I think that Abraham, uh, inside of his heart, like he was talking about the depths of his heart, I think he understood that based on the promise of God that that even if he had to kill his son, that God would raise him back from the dead because he was the promised son. Right. So the word worship is really tied to um, sacrifice here. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to get your thoughts on that. Well, you know, um, it's, been, it's been probably back in March. Uh, I was having a conversation with a uh, pastor, and uh, brother Jesse Blake, but we were talking about, uh, I brought up, you know, Abraham, uh, Isaac, I brought up Isaac Mm -hmm. and, you know, when, when they were on their way up the mountain, you know, I feel like Isaac 
started to put two and two together. Yeah. You know, like, um, he realized what was happening. He may have. And this is just, you know, a thought. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there, there had, he had to kind of start, like, lack of better terms, freaking out. Yeah. You know, because who wouldn't? When you kind of start to put that together and like, mm. you know, oh, my dad's going to sacrifice me. Yeah. You know, and then, of course, we know he, he didn't, you know, they, the Lord provided the lamb. Yes. And, um, but they talked about, and they brought up something where Abraham was, um, he was older, right? Yeah. And so they, we talked about how he probably couldn't pick Isaac up. Mm. So Isaac had to climb onto the altar. Right. Yeah, but they, you know, history says, um, or a lot of theologians would say that uh, Isaac was probably well up into his teen years. Yeah, and yep. I know in my teen years, I could have easily whipped a man who was a hundred years old. <laughs> uh, and not that I'm proud of that, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just it's it's, it's just logical to it's, think it's, that yeah, way. Logical. It is what it is. It's a green color. That's all it is. Exactly. So, um, I agree with you that that Isaac Bowerites likely would have been able to ward off this uh what he was probably piecing together hey i understand what's happening here because he says hey you know we've got the we've got the wood we've got the fire we got yep. everything that we need where's the sacrifice exactly. and and so when abraham responded and said god will provide himself a sacrifice i i would agree with you that it's likely it's possible at least that isaac said ah I, I see what could happen here. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? If that's what God says to do, then I'm, I'm with my dad. Exactly. Uh, exactly. And what kind of a... And so it takes worship worship on the part of not just Abraham to be willing to go the whole yep. distance because yep. he was willing. Yeah, he, and he knew he knew what the Lord wanted him to do. Sure. So, and, you know, he had that in his mind. Mm. So he's willing. Wow. And And then for the son, for Isaac to say, if he realized it, to to climb up on that altar and say, you know what, Dad, I trust you and I trust God, mm-hmm. and so if that's what God said, then let's do it. Yep. And and so that's ah, uh, that's so beautiful. But but you know, we 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 a lot of people read through these scriptures and in this instance in the Word of God, and we just read right past the sacrifice. And 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 Abraham said, "Me and the lad, we're going to worship." And in turn, he was saying. I'm going to give back to God what belongs to him. It doesn't belong to me, right? Yeah. So we give back to God what belongs to him. He just he gives us things and for a season, mm-hmm. for a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're willing to relinquish control and give it back to God, uh, that's a sign. That's a real sign of worship. That's where worship is truly found is at the root of sacrifice. Right. Uh, so, so beautiful there in Genesis. Um, I want to ask another question, if I could, Brother Caleb. How is there any other things that come to your mind when you think about defining worship? Um, I know that we talked a little bit about maybe you, maybe you could go a little bit more into the differences between praise and worship. Maybe we could talk a little bit more in depth about that. Well, um, you know, in doing some research today uh, on the word worship. Uh, worship um, uh, the the Greek translation for that, and I'm not sure if you looked this up or not, but it is. Uh, I'm gonna I might butcher this, but it's uh, 
proskuneo. Mm-hmm. And so what this means is it's like a kiss. Mm. Okay. So in my, in my mind, you know, I envision us giving basically like an air kiss to Jesus. Okay. When we worship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that is kind of like the, you know, if you wanted to relate it to like a definition, mm-hmm. right? But I've I've taken some notes, um, and when we worship, we you know we're showing reverence to Jesus, mm-hmm. and we're showing affection to Him, mm-hmm. and. When we praise, you know, I feel like that, you know, if I come to you and I tell you, you're doing a great job, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, you're just, for instance, in, in your job, you know, you're, you're doing what you need to do, you're performing well, you know, and then, you know, even in, in a lot of the other jobs, you know, they'll, in a year, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, here's, you know, you're doing a great job, you know, here's, here's your of a race, here's right. your, here's your blessing or whatever, mm-hmm. and so to me, I feel like that might be praise, mm-hmm. you know. And so when we praise, it's like Jesus, you know, I love you, thank you for everything you've done, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm I'm going to give everything to you, and but like what we talked about earlier, when we worship, it comes from the heart, right? And so, you know, I'm not sure if this is the right right place to say this, but I I had a thought today. And many people might not know me uh, when they listen to this podcast, but you are aware. And I was I was brought to the situation that my wife and I have been going through the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, uh, I won't go into details, but um, first to April, last of March, first of April, uh, we found out that we were expecting our first child, mm-hmm. and you know, if you if you know us, both me and my wife, we love kids. Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm a kid at heart, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you are. Uh, and you know it 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 gave me good joy. Yeah, and so you know we start going through the process, and you know we went to our first first appointment, mm-hmm. and um, you know just you know we we didn't get good news. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was devastating, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and I, in my, I believe that it was okay to be upset. Absolutely. I believe it was okay to ask why Yes, and, and to be mad. Yes. Um, and you know, so we had a couple of days of mourning, mm-hmm. um, and I don't want to say we weren't hopeful, but we, you know, we did have a, uh, a follow up. Yes. Appointment. And, you know, so there was in the back of our head, there was like, yeah, well, maybe, you know, maybe there's a possibility that, you know, something could come at this. And we, and we, we weren't doubting God that we weren't, we weren't doubting that he couldn't, ha- you know, do a miracle. Right. Because we know he can. Yes, he can. And, you know, to make a long story short, we, you know, it was a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the Sunday after, the, the the day that we found out that uh you know nothing was there 
Um, it was hard. Yeah. It was hard to, uh, you know, get up on the platform and and lead people into worship. Right. When you have something going on that is tearing on your mind. Right. You know, and uh, I said that to say that worship, you were, talk, you were talking about giving it back to Jesus. Yes. You know, we we just came to it. You know, we were like, this just isn't his time. Mm. This isn't his will. And not his will, but it is his will. But, you know, it's not the right time. Right. We're going to give it to you, Jesus. Mm. We're going to trust your will. Yeah. And so I think that worship is looking past whatever you're going through, whatever trial or tribulation you're going through, and being able to still praise him from the heart. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I said it was hard. Yeah. And it was very hard mm. to go up there and, and... I can't imagine. And I, you know, I was talking to... It was like the Wednesday after uh, we found out. And I was talking to Pastor, and he was like, you know, well, do you want me to lead worship? And I just told him, I said, yeah, I just don't know how I can go up there Needless to say, <laughs> to put on a face. Right. You know? Right. And he told me, he said, you don't have to put on a face, just worship. There you go. And so, to me, being able to look past that and being able to still worship the Lord, mm. even though what you're going through is really, you know, messing with you, is worship. Yeah. You know? And we give God the glory. We give him the praise still. I wake up. I pray. And I, you know, I give God the glory. I give him the thanks for every day. And, you know, we're just, we got to trust in him. Worship is the action behind the words. Yep. Right? Yep. So you can, you can stand in front of a crowd of 60, 75 people on a Sunday morning hundred people, whatever it is, and say words, you know, thank you, Jesus, sing songs, and, and the songs are beautiful. And it be empty, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But when your heart, your heart is the action behind the words. And so when I, I knew that you were going through this, I, I couldn't relate uh, and I, I didn't attempt to relate. I was just hurting for you and your and your family. Um, but at the same time, I realized that there was there has to be something in you and in, in your wife, something deep within your heart that's not empty words, because you, if it was only empty words, then you couldn't have done it. Yeah, but. The worship, the true worship that mm-hmm. flows mm-hmm. out of the abundance of the heart and is, is offered unto God, it's a sacrifice. Yeah. It's obedience. Mm-hmm. And to see that in action through the midst of pain that, that few can relate to um, is inspiring. It's um, 
And I'm, I can only imagine how beautiful it is to God to see that uh, that's the heart of Abraham. Yeah. This is my, this is my child. Yeah. But you know, if, if you're, yep. if you're wanting it right now, mm-hmm. then thy will be done. Absolutely. And you know, we've, and I don't mean to get off subject here, but you know, going through that and, you know, some will say, well, you know, you were only, she was only nine, nine, ten weeks pregnant. You know, some will say that, you know, that really wasn't a baby. It was a baby. It was. And, you know, we, you know, we, we chose and we agreed, you know, that we were going to trust in the Lord. And, but in the same sense, I, you know, we talked about it the other day, that even though we went through that, Mm. you know, when we do, when the Lord does bless us with the child, mm-hmm. the love for that child yeah. would be so much greater because mm. of what we went through. Wow. You know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we talked about it, and it really surprised me about how many people actually went through that. Yeah. You know, it really it just, I was so surprised about, I mean, even people around me went through the same thing. Yeah. And if that can be used as a testimony for somebody else's worship, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I, um, let's share it, you know, yeah. and, but, mm. and, and I commend you, I commend you for, um, using, using that to reach others, you know, to, to help somebody else along and, uh, and not letting it destroy you, but letting it build you from here. That's right. Uh, that's, that's co- very commendable. And, uh, and I thank you for sharing that with us. Um, worship is, is, is natural mm-hmm. i think i don't you i don't think that you can there's no seminar that you can go to to learn how to worship now you can go to some praise schools or you know you get on youtube and learn how to if you're a piano player organ player you can learn the shout chords and you know you can get your friend to teach you how to to do a jig uh and dance but no amount of training no amount of um, inspiration, even I don't think, uh, can really show you how to worship. Worship flows from the heart, and it's God designed. God give us the the ability to mm-hmm. worship Him and to be broken before Him, knowing that He is our only hope of restoration. Yeah. Um, I I, w- I want to take a second here to. The Lord had laid some things in my heart today uh, in preparation for this, and I, I, I want to back up and talk about this praise and worship. Praise, in my opinion, is strictly about Jesus, right? And the, the emphasis is there on the word about. It's all about him. Right. When I lift my hands, it's about him. It's it's to surrender to him. It's to lift him up in a sense, Um so praise is strictly about him. It's lifting him up and exalting him. And often praise is high energy, right? It's when you say, man, let's praise. Well, yeah. it's, it's shout music. It's mm-hmm. loud. It's exuberant. It's, it's, you know, that kind of, it's a lot of volume and praise. Don't, don't get us wrong. Listeners praise is very important. Uh, the Bible is talks in depth and maybe we could do a whole episode just on praise. Uh, praise breaks spiritual barriers, barriers. 
So if you have a, a spiritual barrier in your life, you're trying to something that you need to overcome. Praise is one of the great ways to do that, to overcome. You break out and dance. You, even when you don't feel like it, you, when you lift your voice and you don't feel like it, when you shout unto God with a voice of triumph and you don't feel like it, it will break through those barriers for you. It tear down, it tears down the prince of the power of the air. Mm-hmm. Right, So that's what Satan is. He's the prince of the power of the air. And so when we lift our voice, there's been studies that say that when we, when we yell with our voice, it, it rips the air apart in front of us, and he's the prince of the power of the air. Thus, when we shout unto God and we lift our voices up, uh, some would say that that's not necessary. Some would say that's just, you know, you're putting on a show. But what we're literally doing is we're tearing down yeah. the kingdom of yeah. hell. Yeah, that's good. Uh, right? And so... Um, no, I didn't come up with that. Okay. <laughs> that last part I didn't come up with. So I don't, I don't get credit for that. Uh, but that's praise. Yeah. But worship. So praise is strictly about Jesus, but worship is about us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Worship is us in him. It is a humbling of ourselves, right? A, the actual, the Greek and the Hebrew in the Bible, anytime you see worship, they both come from the same root word, which means to lay prostate before, yeah, yeah, uh, prostrate before yeah. the Lord, yeah. right? So to to humble yourself is to become low, mm-hmm. and and so we find this in the Greek and the Hebrew. Um, it's the breaking of our will. Yeah, Jesus said, "Lord, not my will, but Thy will yep. be done." Uh, it's submission to His authority, right? It's He's the He's the higher power. Uh, as much as we like to think that we're in control, we're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, the word worship uh, means to be prostrate uh, before the Lord. Worship is yielding to. Yep. Right. It's it's. Go ahead, Lord. Whatever right. you want to do. Right. You know, I, I yield to you. Mm-hmm. I don't like yielding to many people, but I will yield to Him. <laughs> uh, when I when I see a yield sign when I'm driving down the road, that just means. Hit the gas and get yep. up there first. Yep. <laughs> but but when it comes to our relationship with God, it's hold up, you know, yep. slow down, let him go first. Mm-hmm. Let him lead the way. Mm-hmm. He knows best. So to recap that, praise breaks down spiritual barriers while worship breaks us. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. right. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I was brought to the verse... Um, be still and know that I am God. Yeah. And uh, just reading through some things that be still in Hebrew basically means to let go of. Mm. And so in another sense, that could be like make yourself weak, you know, and break yourself. Right, right. And the praise that you were talking about you know, it's 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 the shout, it's it's the song, and sometimes I think that we can also think that we need a song to praise, right? That we need a beat true. to praise, true. And same thing for worship. Mm. And I think that worship is more of a, just like you said, you know, it's more of a. Uh, trying to find a good analogy for this, but I won't be able to. It's it's slow. Mm. It's it's um it's methodical, strategical. Right. You know? And 
there's no there's kind of like a I won't say a climax, mm-hmm. but you know, but worship is more like a it's just a slow process. I think it takes time mm. to develop that. Mm-hmm. You know, true worship. Yeah. Because, you know, especially when we're are surrounded by other people, you know, I think that it could possibly take a little bit longer for us to come in tune with ourselves and God. And what I mean by that is like altar call, for instance, Mm. you know, like I see our kids up there on altar call, you know, and they're, they're pouring out their heart. Yes. Pouring out their mind, which is incredible, Mm -hmm. which is great. But, you know, in the midst of all that, there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, sometimes there might not need to be a song. Right. Or a beat to worship. Right. Be still. Be still mm. and know that I'm God. Let go of yeah. what you're holding on to. Let go of who you are. Right. In worship. So you, you said you said something that, that reminded me of this or, or brought this to my mind. So worship worship is intentional. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. Worship cannot be the method by which we act. Many of you may have heard of what they call method actors, right? I've heard of people, actors, um, well-known actors in Hollywood, who to get tears to stream down their face, they would put broken glass in their shoes and they would step on the glass to draw pain Mm. to create emotion and just so that they could act the Mm. part. And, but worship, you can't do that. You worship cannot be the method by which we act out a part. You can do that with praise. Oh yeah. You can put on a smile and you can jump and you can be going through absolute hell Mm -hmm. and you can, man, you can look like you're, you're praising. You can lift up your voice and and you can do all, but you cannot in, in my opinion, you cannot worship God the way that he deserves to be worshipped unless it's sincere. That's right. Unless you're in that moment where you've yielded to him and you said, God, I'm not thinking about anything else but you right now. I, I, I'm not caught up in, in acting. I'm not caught up in who's looking. It's just me. I don't need a song. I don't need a beat. And you talked about that. I know a lot of people who, if the music stops, the dancing stops. Yep, exactly. The singing stops. Mm-hmm. We've we've been in services. Praise God, we've been in services right. where I mean we're just we're we're cutting the rug and for Jesus and we're we're worshiping and everything's wild, and then all of a sudden the power goes out. <laughs> yeah. But what happened? I remember, bro. We kept worshiping. It we we didn't miss a beat. Mm-mm. Drums kept playing because they're they're not digital. I mean, we lost the organ, we lost the piano, we lost the the lights, the TVs, we lost everything. But man, people kept worshiping. That's right. That's when you know you tapped into something real. Yeah, genuine. Oh, it's genuine. It, it's it's, and and I can only imagine how I would have felt when when I, I noticed that we lost the power, but we didn't lose the power. Oh, come on now, right? Come on, somebody. We we lost power in the building, but we didn't lose the power in the right. building. And but I can only imagine how I would have felt if 
at that when that happened, when the lights went out, the music went off, and everything, that everybody just kind of stood around and looked at one another, like, "What do we do now?" Because at that point, if that happens, that's when you know you have become an actor. Mm. Oof. We cannot afford to become actors mm. in the church. Man, that's good. Yeah, uh, you you kind of said something about um, when you yield to the Lord. Yes. And I was, uh, I wrote this scripture down today, mm-hmm. and it's John chapter four, verse twenty three and twenty four. <laughs> Get out of here, bro. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Okay, go ahead. I'll. I'll <laughs> y'all gonna have to forgive me. Go ahead. All right. So, word says, but a time is coming, and it's already here, when the true worshipers. <laughs> Will worship the Father in spirit. Mm-hmm. This is amplified version. Okay, from the heart. Yeah, the inner self. Right. 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 And in truth, for the Father speaks such people to be His worshipers. Mm. God is a spirit, mm. the source of life. Yet He's He's in, He's invisible. Mm. And those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth. And in truth. So you talked about yielding. Right, mm-hmm. you know, when when somebody's seeking the Holy Ghost, they have to yield to the Lord. Yeah, and so in that moment, you let go and you speak whatever you feel. Mm. Right, yield. You're worshiping in spirit, mm. and you know, then in truth. Yeah. But that I thought about that today about the spirit. You know, it's it's more than just a a hand raise or a hand clap or, you know, Lord, thank you, God, mm-hmm. praise you. But that spirit, the spirit's where it's at. Yeah, and it's a lowercase s. That's right. Be mindful of that That's because right. this is not talking about God's spirit. This nope. is our spirit. Mm-hmm. We must worship. And, and let me just tell all the listeners, this is literally my last note that I have, and the Lord... You know, I didn't just Google a bunch of scriptures, you know, that have to do with worship. Right. The I just, this came to my mind. I was like, you know what? I'm going to end the, end the episode with this. John 3 and 24. <laughs> and, uh, or, or 4 yeah. and 24. Uh, John 4 and 24. And, I, and so when you said that, it's just like, come on. You know, <laughs> God knows what he's doing. But yes. So God is a spirit, capital S spirit. And they that worship him that that lends me to believe that not everybody's going to worship him Mm-mm. not everybody that says lord lord is going to be saved but they that do worship him they must do it a a, a, a a particular way you can't just worship god any old kind of way no you can't just come to him and say look i put my five dollars in the offering plate and therefore i worship god today that's not true but the bible says that if you're going to worship me the right way jesus said you must worship him in spirit and in, truth. and in truth. In your spirit, everything that you got, it's an inward. Mm-hmm. It's an inward worship and in truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And the life. Yep. No man comes to the Father but by me. Mm-hmm. He's the truth. Yeah. So we've got to get our spirit in line with Jesus, mm-hmm. in spirit and in truth. Yep. And if you take... The, the heart, the inward worship out of the equation, you ain't worshiping. If you take Jesus out of the equation, it ain't worship. Now, 
there's a lot of people, and I'll say this, and, and we'll, we'll come to a close here in a minute. But there's a lot of people who what we you know we say worship a lot of things, right? So we can we can have idols in our life. There's people in the Bible, um, many instances in the Bible where they built golden images and calves and statues, and they worshipped cows and all kinds of crazy stuff. But today, the process is not different, but the product is. Mm. Okay, so the process remains the same. We're still worshiping something, even though it's not Jesus all the time, but the product has changed. And and so now we can worship football teams and we worship, uh, you know, ideologies. We worship uh, movements. It's 2022 and everything's got a movement now. Yep. And if you not get if you don't get with the movement, you'll get canceled. Mm. But we can become so familiar with cancel culture that we cancel Jesus and mm-hmm. now we we're not true worshipers anymore. And so we must understand and I don't think it's coincidence brother Co. we you and I didn't get together on our notes. Mm-hmm. We you ended with the scripture, I ended with the scripture. I believe the Lord's trying to tell us something and all the listeners. Yep. Listen, if you're going to worship me, if you're going to worship me, mm-hmm. then you got to do it out of out of the abundance of your heart, out of true worship, mm. and you got to do it in my name. Yep. Yep. Mm. And to kind of add on to that, uh, a few months ago, the we the hyphen group got down in the bottom fellowship hall and we were watching a kind of like an altar call slash uh holy ghost you know how to help somebody along how to pray for somebody and we know when Mm -hmm. when they want the holy ghost and uh one of the things he said and it is what triggered me and it it really opened my eyes because i had never looked at it like that before you know when we think about this first spirit and in truth he was talking about how people will come into the church, new converts will come into mm-hmm. the church, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the word will move on them, the word will speak to them, and they go to the altar, and they cry, they feel the spirit, right? Mm. But then they walk out, they've had a spirit revelation, but they don't have the truth revelation. Wow. <laughs> and when he said that, oh, I was like, goodness. It, it blew my mind, because I had never thought about it like that. And... You know, if we're not having converts come in mm. and having a spiritual revelation and a truth revelation, yeah, you know, there's they're 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 going to come back just thinking about the spirit, mm. you know. And when he said that, it, it blew my mind. My goodness! And I'll add something else here. I was thinking about it earlier. You know. Don't always think, you know, if you're listening, uh, a lot of times we can, we can, uh, trying to think of a word, but a lot of times we think that worship only has to happen in the church. Mm. Yeah, talk about it. So, you know, worship in your home, Mm. right? Because for me, me personally, um, and I'll I'll be transparent with you. I mean, there's been you know there's been times that I haven't been true at church and at home, mm. you know, and that's something I'm working on. Yeah. But you know, I want to make sure that whatever my wife and whatever you know my future children will see, 
they're going to see the same thing at home that they see on the platform. There you go. Or, or wherever the Lord's using me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I used to think back years ago, I think about it today, and I'm not sure if I'm getting off subject, but music is a powerful tool. It is very powerful for good or for evil. <laughs> and, you know, when I was in high school and when I was going through college, mm. I mean, I'll be transparent with you. I did not, I did not listen to good music mm. and I was, I was still going to church, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. And I used to tell myself music doesn't affect me. I'm strong enough to resist what this music's talking about. Sure. But I'm here to tell you it does. It does. I mean, it does. And so, you know, Play the worship song in your car. Mm-hmm. Play the worship song in your workplace. Mm-hmm. And good in, good out. Yep, that's right. That's what Pastor Hall taught me. Good in, good out. You cannot put good in and bad come out. Yep. Vice versa. Brother Kate, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, this has been a, a blessing, and I've just thoroughly enjoyed myself. I know that the, the listeners are going to be blessed and, and edified by what you brought to the table today through the love of Jesus and the word. And and uh, I think that we're going to be better worshipers moving forward because of it. And, yep. we, and we thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. It was an honor. Well, until next time, uh, listeners, we will uh, try to be on schedule next time. Uh, as we, I'm, I'm going to be trying to re- record part two of the signs of that coming with brother Randy Hall um, here in the next few days, we'll try to get that recorded and bring it to you. Um, I've, I've had several people ask me about it, and so we're working on it. But until we come back, uh, be blessed. We're praying for all of you, and we pray that God keep you and watch over you until the next appointed time. God bless you.